It's now 9.53, and Richard Florida, the urbanologist and future thinker, I guess we could say, and of course professor at U of T, amongst other things, has authored a report on Billy Bishop Airport that concludes that it is beyond a net benefit for the city. It actually does us proud. Richard Florida joins us. Nice to have you. Hey, John, it's great to be back with you. Okay, so okay, let's go through some of the aspects of this report. One that I really like is that it actually affords some really good blue collar jobs. So it's it's, you know, a job magnet. Well, you know, John, and for folks listening, uh, I this is a big change of heart and mind for me. For a long time, I thought that airports were ways to move goods and people and didn't add a lot to economic development. Before I wrote this report, I did a big study with university colleagues, which showed something quite phenomenal, which caused me to turn around, that airports are critical drivers of innovation and economic development, along with having a big cluster of tech companies, great research universities, and a whole swash of talent like we do in in, in Toronto. And the one thing we found out, and this is not working in Toronto, I was doing work in Newark, New Jersey, my hometown, on the revival of Newark. And it came up that Newark Airport was the biggest driver of blue collar jobs like my dad had in the in the Ironbound section of Newark when I was a boy, in all of New Jersey. If you look at the area around Pearson, the area around uh, Billy Bishop, these are the la- really the last bastions of high paying blue collar jobs we have. So yeah, if, if you're if you're a person without a college degree who wants to make a good living, who wants to do good work, airports are one of the few places you can make a good wage and work hard. And right in the case of Billy Bishop Airport, right in our downtown core. Now, something I'm very curious about in your report, you actually put a dollar figure on the value that Billy Bishop Airport adds to Toronto. And I want to understand how that works, because I use Billy Bishop Airport, but if I wasn't, I would be using Pearson and I'd still be spending the same money. Yeah. For, first of all, that is not my research. That is an impact study done by a very credible consulting group, which estimates the direct effect of Billy. And there, there are very well-known models that calibrate for just what you said that estimates both the direct effect of the airport through sales, through employment, through jobs, and the indirect or spillover effects. And and that's how they come up with that figure. But they, they take all of that kind of thing into account. Okay. So the who I guess this all hinges on the fact that people who would not otherwise be coming to Toronto will come to Toronto because of this airport. Yeah, I, I don't think the economic impact, the direct economic impact is the big factor. I think there's a couple things that are a big factor. One, we know from our research that having multiple airports is additive, that that communities like New York or Los Angeles or London or Chicago that have multiple airports get more economic bang for their buck. Uh, second, having a downtown airport, and this, this is what's so interesting to me about the study, having a downtown airport, you may have been able to question it before. You may have been able to say, oh, could Pearson do the job? Do we need another airport somewhere else? This, that, and the other thing. Our downtown is reeling. It is flat on its back. Uh, According to colleagues of mine at the University of Toronto, I think we rank 58th out of 62 uh, downtowns in North America. We're with San Francisco and Portland. We're behind Chicago, far behind New York, far behind Edmonton, Montreal, Mississauga eats our lunch. I mean, let's go on and on about this. And what we know is from these studies is that 
office workers, remote work has pulled office workers out of the core. And I think that was a long time coming, that's a, but that's a subject for another day. And residents aren't enough to make it up. In fact, the best estimates we have is that right now in downtown, residents and workers, generally speaking, make up about 40% of activity. Our downtown's future hinge on visitors and tourists. Billy Bishop is an incredible asset for us to get visitors and tourists into our downtown and to build up our ability to attract people. And the other thing we say in the report, folks, is that, you know, we, we have this idea that everything should be pastoral and quiet and green space. But if you look at great waterfronts around the world, they have activity. Sydney has a working harbor. Van, Vancouver's harbor is bustling. Look at New York. Toronto's waterfront has cruise ships. It still has industrial uses. Washington, D.C., we point out, opened up the wharf, a multi-billion dollar development right across the water, literally from Reagan National Airport. So so I think we can mix. And what I what I talk about, we could one of the things Toronto could do is have a walkable, pedestrian friendly, transit accessible, bikeable, sustainable airport, you know, with electric ferries right in its downtown. What better way to show off Toronto to the world than that? Richard, Florida, it's always a pleasure. You have such enthusiasm for this city and its future. And so it's good to have you. Thank you, John. And for taking a look at the study, it was in many ways a labor of love and a labor of uh, transformation for me. So thanks for having me back. Good stuff. That's Richard Florida, who uh, is a professor, author uh, at the U of T and elsewhere. And um, the one question we ran out of the clock, unfortunately, because I wanted to ask him, OK, but, you know, do you take a position on the future? of Billy Bishop Airport, and by that I mean whether or not they should have jets. I think that plane has already taken off. I was going to say ship has sailed. Um, so maybe it's sort of a, a ridiculous question to ask, because we ain't going to do it. Okay, that's my time. Keep it right here for Jerry Agar. He's up next, and we'll talk tomorrow morning.